Yoo-hoo! It's time for another episode of Plurality, uh, a podcast about beautiful music and beautiful people. Episodes every other Wednesday. My name's Mikey. Next to me on my screen and in your earbuds is DJ E-Mood. How are you doing, Mikey? Wonderful. It's a Monday here. Mondays are great days because, you know, it's the start of the week. Time to get all your ducks in a row. It's an amazing attitude you have about Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> We're very excited, again, to be here with y'all. We're going to do a nice, quick little show. We got Drop of the Week. Then we're going to bring back memes and themes from episode one. That was the last time that we did one of those, so I'm excited for that one. Damn. Remember episode one? That was like half a year ago, practically. Look at this. Look at what we did. A podcast. And then we're going to close up with News With Your Booze. Going to fill you in on some stuff that's happening around the electronic dance music community. And right now we're listening to Serotonin Moonbeams by the Blessed Madonna. I just got a history lesson from Aaron about this artiste. I was just telling Mikey that the Blessed Madonna used to be called the Black Madonna, but uh, they did some rebranding. Per some suggestions from other professionals in the field, just said, you know what, maybe the Blessed Madonna might be a little bit better. And (laughs) she was like, all right, let's do it. Let's go with it. (laughs) Hey, good for her. What did you do today? What did I do today? I worked on a promo video for a gig I have at the end of the month at a new venue called Silo. I'm very excited about that one. So you're doing the opening night? Not the opening night. No, the opening night is actually 2-11 February. So our party is going to be like two weeks prior to the grand, grand opening. Oh, you're getting in there early. Yeah, so this is just like a precursor party. We're bringing the City Soul... The bus? School bus inside (gasps) the venue, and we're going to DJ on the bus, but through Silo's sound system. So very stoked about that. That's going to slap. Dude, it's going to be so much fun. The wheels on the bus are lit. Let's go. If you can make it, you should come. What's the date? January 28th. Jan 28th. It's a Saturday. I mean, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You know you have a place to stay, if so. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. Let's revisit that. Mm -hmm. We're going to go into drop of the week. Moody's got the first one for us. Take her away. Let's get it. So my drop of the week is by an Italian producer. I discovered him last year, I believe. And just every track I've heard by him just gets better and better. And he is quite the rabbit hole to go town if you're at all interested in the techno realm. So we'll just get right into it. My drop of the week is called Higher by T78 and Kaiser Project. How do you say let's go in Italian? In Italian? I have no idea. Andiamo. Andiamo. How do you say higher in Italian? Più alto. (laughs) (laughs) My job of the week is più alto. Nice. Those seagulls in the background? Could be. Give me the beat, 
so good. Ooh. Oh! Oh! <laughs> yeah, you could play that one at the soccer game for sure. Yes, that's definitely one to get the, uh, the crowd up out of the seats. Get the people going. And that's what I like about him, to be honest. He's just like high energy on all of his tracks. We haven't uh, talked about an Italian on the podcast. This is exciting. Yeah, our first one. So T78, also known as Manuel Tesserolo, is an Italian producer with a unique take on techno. He, in my opinion, does a phenomenal job at melding techno, acid, and breakbeat, and honestly just like breathing new life into old school rave sounds that you would often hear in the bunkers around Europe and underground raves. He described his 2021 album, Hashtag Only Bombs, as a summary. <laughs> I know, it's funny, right? Only bombs. Only bombs. He described his 2021 album, Hashtag Only Bombs, as a summary of his life experiences and says it reflects his love for high, energetic, and sub-driven music. Something I really love about this album in particular is there are 10 tracks on it and nine of those tracks have some kind of lyrics or vocal edits in them, which is not too prevalent in the techno world. You know, usually it's just a bunch of sounds and heavy, uh, fast BPMs, but yeah, he makes a point to put lyrics or if not lyrics, just some kind of vocal edit of, of some stutter in his tracks. And uh, so y'all know I love that. Mm -hmm. And on the album, you can also find Frankie Bones featured. Ooh, our pal. I know, featured on the fifth track, which is called I Feel a Storm, which by that title, you can also hear it's a, a nod to Storm Rave, the first ever raves thrown in the States by Frankie and his friends. The OGs. T78 started his own label, Autectone Records, in 2016, which quickly became a top 10 best-selling peak-time techno label on Beatport. So this guy's a big deal. I mean, you know, in 2016, that wasn't that long ago. It was, what, six years ago? And already he's top 10 best-selling peak-time techno on, on Beatport. That's that's a big deal. And I just like his, uh, his fresh take on techno. I think techno can get really stale and to find new ways to make it innovative and and new are you know i'm here for that i love it yeah for someone who's just coming around on techno the vocals is everything you know to really get you engaged and if it's not necessarily your genre and you're just trying to navigate it a little bit i feel like that's huge yeah definitely it definitely brings techno to the mainstream and allows more listeners to be interested. I, I agree with you. Not not saying I don't like techno that doesn't have words or any genre that doesn't have words. There are definitely some trance songs out there that I super adore that have no words. But, you know, sometimes when you do put words, it can give an entirely different meaning to a song to the listener than if it didn't, because then you give it more of like a story, like people know what you were trying to intend by making the song. So I feel that way with every electronic genre, honestly, like whether it's house, whether it's dubstep, even for someone who is not a dubstep listener per se, but if you add lyrics that, you know, gives them a little something to follow along. That's always a, a plus one for, for any newbies or any new people interested in that, in my opinion. For sure. I also did want to say we need to, uh, add bombs to our lexicon of 
words to describe songs like we've got bangers <laughs> we've got bombs we got bops banger bombs bops and i mean you got grooves you got tunes jams slams heaters <laughs> heaters for that winter time <laughs> yeah it was like oh this one keeps me warm at night let me tell you all <laughs> What uh, what sauce you got cooking in the oven for us today, Mikey? Uh, what sauce do I have for us today? I just discovered Oski is the name of this producer. This one's called Two Piece. And I'm going to play it, and then we're going to talk about him. Bring it on. This one's so fun. I get, I get, I get lots of cuties when I show off my two-piece. Lots of fake chicks try to act like they knew me. And my two-piece, and my two-piece blow a kiss. Make them wish they had this two-piece. I get lots of cuties when I show off my two-piece Lots of fake chicks try to act like they knew me And my two-piece, and my two-piece Blow a kiss, make them wish they had this two-piece Two-piece, 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 turned up for that one <laughs> wasn't that fun that was fun the drop kind of threw me because i knew like a big drop was coming but it was also very like bass Boom. yeah <laughs> the first listen not what i expected the drop at all because oski is an australian born producer who started releasing music in 2013 they mostly dabble in trap dubstep a lot of like wobble step a little drum and bass, which is what we just heard, and one house song on the recent release, Enigma. That's an EP that was released on Deadbeats Records. That house song is called Gainful Employment. Some other tunes by this talent you might check out. Shimmer, which is a single that dropped in 2021. Go My Way is their most saved one on Spotify. That's from 2017. They've got a song with our pal Tynan called Titan. So a lot of different directions to go with Oski. Yeah, I like that they're all over the the EDM map here. I've never heard of them. Yeah, I literally this morning was a discovery. And it's so cool to see somebody with their toes in so many different genres and doing it well. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's going to be you someday. Just bomb drum and bass song, heater wobble step song. Heater. Definitely going to make you sweat at night while you're in bed. <laughs> That's good cuz like our insulation in our house is terrible. We could really use the extra extra warmth. Keep that gas bill down. Just just play my music all night long. <laughs> yeah, literally. No problem. Just going to be blaring Moody's music and that's going to keep <laughs> us hot. That's funny. Love it. 
yeah, that's it. Two piece by Oski. Thanks for listening. And now it's time for memes and themes. Basically, this is a segment where we just take something that's kind of like a meme and connect it to whatever we want related to EDM, a song, a festival, an event, a one-time mem. A one-time mem. Am I kicking it off? Yeah, is yours, a, yours is a mem. Mine is a mem. A mem and also kind of like a theme, I would say, because at festivals specifically, you see a lot of people, of course, trading candy and flirting each other. But there are also other things that people give out that aren't candy. You can get a little squishy guy. You can get a little ducky. You can get candy, Jolly Ranchers, lollipops, whole shebang. The one I'm going to talk about today is one that I'm not really sure where it came from. I think this is more of, it might be like a burner type thing. I I feel like it came from like Bonnaroo or something like in the beginning was like a little less electronic-y, but then it just like... Was adopted. Yeah, was adopted (laughs) into (laughs) our scene. (laughs) We appropriated it. (laughs) And that is the little mini hand that can fit on one finger and that has also transformed now it's not just the one little mini hand you also have finger puppets you also have tentacles you also have kitten paws (laughs) there are a number of things that you can find now that will fit on your one finger so my memory with my friends was Not too long ago, it was only last weekend when we were celebrating New Year's Day at Avant Gardner. We saw Honey Love, who was fantastic. We saw Louis Vega play with his wife. They, uh, as a duo, were under the name Ritual, which was very cool. They played a lot of Tribal House, which was so pretty because the, the light production for that show, they had these teals and blues for the lasers. And then the graphics with that was like a lot of pinks and it was just so pretty to, to, to witness. And then after that set, we had um, Hot Since 82, who played great techno all night long. And so I have a video to share from that set with my, my buddies, Kristen, Mike, Alex, Thomas, and Bunny. Bunny. They pulled out all of their little toys, and uh, this is just a a brief clip from that. All right, you have to give us the play-by-play as we're watching for the people listening. All right, so we got my friends here. One has a mini hand, one has a kitten paw, one has a tentacle. My friend Bunny has a little shark finger puppet. You guys just having like a dance circle with your finger puppets? (laughs) This is uh, Mike with the, the mini hand. Oh, those lasers look cool. Yep, that's hot since 82 playing in Avant Gardner. And this is Kristen with her little spinny toy. <laughs> I just want to be in a finger puppet circle. And then you see me for a brief second with my holographic fan here. Hey! Hey! And my house music shirt. <laughs> and that's it. That's the clip. That's the mem. That's my fam. My brave fam. That's fun. Yeah. I think Frenchie was getting water at this moment in time. Oh no, Frenchie missed the puppet circle. Oh, don't worry. She was part of it when she came back. It, it, <laughs> oh, okay, this wasn't okay. this wasn't just a 60 second ordeal. It was Oh, it was a all night puppet circle extravaganza. Pretty much. They were like handing them out to everyone else and we were all just like, you know, high-fiving each other with our tentacles and kitten paws and <laughs> 
things of that nature. And this crew I actually met, they were at one of my sets that I played in Brooklyn. And after I was done with my set, I met them all. And yeah, we've just been really good friends ever since. Now we just go rave together. And I've only known them since like September, but they are super dope people. And I look forward to raving with them until the end of time. I want to steal them as rave friends too. Well, they'll be at the show on the 28th, so if okay. you want to come up here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> That's it. That's my mem. Great mem for the memes and themes. Memes and themes. I have a meme. Have you seen the name 10 Books Kid? I don't think I have. Enlighten me. Oh my gosh. This kid is an absolute menace, <laughs> first of all. I don't know. He's this little like French boy. I don't know how he's famous, but he was on this podcast. So basically, <laughs> he challenges them to name 10 books in a very funny way. He has this little accent that made me think, oh, that kind of reminds me of our pal Apache, who has a little, little accent. So I just wanted to combine them together. Nice little sample for this Apache song, Lord and Master, which I think I've played on the pod before. But now it's sliced and diced with Name 10 books. <laughs> Slice and dice. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the Mikey edit. So this is something you put together yourself. I did. I chopped up the meme. I chopped up the song. Because in the song, there's a part where it's like, and the money, something, something, blah, blah, blah. I took that part out. I put in a bunch of illiterate people. You'll see in a second. And then name 10 books. And I think it's funny. Look at you, Mikey. This is, <laughs> this is a, you heard it here first, literally, everyone. The meme of that will take over EDM Twitter shortly. <laughs> I sure hope so. That would be hilarious. <laughs> okay. You know, I didn't know that I was going to be sitting talking to a bunch of illiterate people who don't know how to read. You're you know. literally 15. What do you know? Name 10 books. I'm obsessed with like the Twilight series. Game of Thrones, the series. Just uh, trying to come up with a bunch of nonsense and you can't name any actual books. Oh, shut up, kid. Name 10 books. Are you serious? 100% name 10 books. Name 10 books. <laughs> Name 10 books. <laughs> Something tells me that Apache will appreciate that immensely. <laughs> Is he, he's French? I think so, yeah. That that also goes along with Apache. Yeah, what if Apache was like, okay, we open the mosh pit now on the right and wider, and then now everybody, name 10 books. <laughs> okay, now we open to chapter 10. <laughs> This is book one. Page 62. <laughs> I could definitely name 10 books that were not. <laughs> she was cheating. She was like, oh, the Twilight series, <laughs> the Game of Thrones saga. <laughs> and he was like, no, like, what is the name of the book? Yeah, you, that's true. Like, You can't just say the Harry Potter series. You have to be like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. That is one book. Precisely. All right, Moody. Can you name 10 books? Can I name 10 books? Let's see. 
Well, I did just, just one. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, rule. You get one book per of a series. series. Yes. Okay. Um, New Moon is the second <laughs> in Twilight. <laughs> the Illusion of Money. Running with Scissors. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird. The Kite Runner. Uh, the Great Gatsby. What are Three more. Three more. Uh, uh, let's do The Shining. Ooh. <laughs> There's like a sun little sliver that's like on your face right now. As you said, like The Shining. It was like you. <laughs> Here, ready. The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> that's hella spooky. <laughs> Two more. Um... I'm just sitting here surrounded by a bunch of illiterate people. <laughs> illiterate people. <laughs> Stories of a wallflower? Perks of being a wallflower. Oh, perks of being a wallflower, yeah. I'll give it to you. What else? Last one. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book. Read it. It's totally a book. <laughs> Aaron, you can officially name 10 books. Hey. I have to shout out my roommate, Evan, because he has been reciting this meme for days on end, which is really probably the inspiration for this segment entirely, is I just can't <laughs> escape Name 10 Books. So I was like, well, we can talk about it on the podcast. Shout out to Evan. Do you want to you wanna give it a go? Catcher in the Rye. Mm. Moby Dick. What else did we read in school? All Quiet on the Western Front. What am I, I'm reading Atomic Habits right now. The Art of Learning by Josh Whiteskin. I think that's how you say it. Really good one. I just read this one called They Both Die in the End. No spoilers, but it, the title is pretty spot on. <laughs> <laughs> the Koran. What other religious texts are, are there? <laughs> Hunger Games, Catching Fire. I really liked Percy Jackson as a kid. We'll go The Lightning Thief. Mm -hmm. uh, what else did I read as a child? I guess The Hobbit. I read that one. Mm. There's 10. When I was like super young, like going to non-denominational private school, notice my air quotes. Oh, they denominated. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. We read a lot of, it was a series about the rapture happening. Oh yes. You know what I'm talking about? My also non-denominational church totally read this book. It's called The Something. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Left Behind. Left Behind. There you go. Yes. I remember like reading the first one and feeling really depressed. And I was like, maybe let's not go down this road. Well, you didn't You didn't read Their Salvation. Hmm. You just got the terrifying. The rapture would be freaking terrifying. Are you kidding me? If just like half of the, well, it wouldn't be half of the world. <laughs> like 10% of the world just went. <laughs> just uh, beamed up in, into the sky. Yeah. It would be interesting. Well, I feel like we might be on the winning side of that coin, believe it or not. <laughs> what? Because we get to stay? Because we get to stay and the 10% who maybe bugs us left. Well, I think all of the, I don't know, this is a whole different discussion, but a lot of people say that they live, you know, that lifestyle, but. Do you plur in practice? Let's see. The old WWJD, I don't know if you're, you know, living by what would Jesus do, so I don't know. What would Jesus do? I, I don't know if Jesus would be discriminating so aggressively. That's certainly true. He did say, literally, love everyone as you would love your neighbor, so. Exactly. I think everyone means every human. That's pretty plur. 
It's pretty plur. Jesus was the original plur <laughs> advocate. <laughs> oh my gosh, we just watched uh, on HBO this doc that like led up to the insurrection. Basically, this guy just like on the streets in DC and like going to people's houses, diving deep into their like QAnon theories and everything, and like. It's crazy. They're straight up like they're using Jesus's name to like fuel all of their hateful stuff. I'm like, I just I feel like that's not how it was intended. I don't know. Definitely not. Jesus was hanging out with the homeless people and the lepers. He was not sitting like on a throne with, you know, overflowing cash everywhere. Like <laughs> Exactly. He was hanging out with the outcasts being like, you're my homies. <laughs> He was legit prosecuted by the church. They hated him. It <laughs> they killed him. Truly makes no sense. He was legit a refugee and a Middle Eastern refugee, which guess what, people, means he was not white. <laughs> just thought we'd clear the air there. But anywho. I love that we're just diving right into this, like... Well, like you said, a conversation for another time. Like the difference between, like, religion and organized religion. Or, like, I guess spirituality versus organized religion is a... Kind of what I'm going for there. Yes. I would consider myself a spiritual person and not a religious person. Mm -hmm. What a... Oh, name 10 books. That's how we got here. Name 10 books. Did you did you get to 10? I don't remember. I did. I got to 10. All right, good. Look at that. He, he can't make fun of us. Look at that. We <laughs> named 20 books. 20 books. Memes and themes. Check. Another success. I can't wait to see Apache play that live. That's going to be... <laughs> really fun i mean he might that and like the subtronics elmo one I, like seeing that live is a, a dream of mine as well and just like that our second memes and themes is complete wow, wow. <laughs> just like that we touched about every topic in that everything <laughs> oh we should come back to this more we really get into the weeds and the memes and themes memes themes religion and 10 books <laughs> What news do you have for us, Moody? I am stoked about my news because SMF has announced its phase one lineup. Let's go. Hey. For those of you who don't know, SMF stands for Sunset Music Festival. It is an EDM-based music festival in Tampa, Florida. It takes place at Raymond James Stadium, which is where the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers play football. And where the USF football team also plays. So I went to college at USF and we didn't have a football stadium. So we got to play our games at Raymond James, which was so dope. Sports. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care about the football, obviously. <laughs> but I went to the games because I was like, dude, we're, we have to be in a big ass stadium and like drink with my friends. It's a party. Yeah, a lot of fun. SMF this year will be May 27th and 28th, which is a little curious because last year was their first ever three-day festival. And then this year, they're now back down to two. So I wonder if that was in relation to ticket sales or I also know it was very hot last year. And like Trivecta did a set that was in a, a tent and so many people came to his set the equipment got overheated and like the sound completely went out and then he like couldn't finish his set because they couldn't get it back on because everything was so like heated under the tent. I'm sure they'll be the production team will be taking that into account this year and making sure that each stage is ventilated properly. <laughs> Doesn't become a fucking cauldron. Yeah, cauldrons can be good, but maybe not in Florida when it's so fucking hot out. Yeah, late May in Florida is pretty hot. 
I do wonder if they ever will decide to change when they do it. It is always on Memorial Day weekend. Like that's their, their jam. But, you know, why don't you just move it to like later in the year when it's not? so? <laughs> or earlier, like last weekend of April. Yeah. Anywho. Phase one lineup, here we go. Some of the highlights, AC Slater, Adventure Club, Audion, Bear Grylls, Champagne Drip, Chris Lake, DJ Susan, Dr. Fresh, Abstract, Honey Love, Genie, Company, Odd Mob, Ray Volpe, Slander, Slushy, Wax Motif, West End, Wookie, Zomboy, and there were more. I just figured we'd cut it for time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's only phase one. So that means that there are more DJs coming on top of that. That is a killer lineup. SMF launched in 2012 by Disco Donnie Presents which is an electronic dance music event production company that launched in 1994. And it's also, it's co- <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Sunset Events also produces SMF. They are another EDM production company that launched in 1995. All throughout college, I attended shows in Ybor City, which is this really cool area of Tampa that is historic for their Cuban food and their Cuban cigars, lots of great bars, lots of good food, lots of entertainment. All the clubs are pretty much on 7th Ave. And uh, the one that I always used to go to was called Amphitheater. It was an EDM venue owned by John Santoro, who is the founder of Sunset Events. And Sunset Events, along with Disco Donnie, would work together to bring in massive EDM acts from all around the globe to AMP, which is what we called it, just for short, AMP. Some of the acts that I saw there were BT, Ferry Corston, Dylan Francis, Gabriel and Dresden, Nero, and there were plenty more. Those were just the, the ones that came to like the forefront of my mind. AMP's claim to fame was their 30-foot rotating dance floor which was so fucking dope. Oh my gosh. It was a slow rotating dance floor, but rotating nonetheless. <laughs> it was cool though, because like, think about it. If you're just standing in one place, sometimes you're right next to the DJ and then other times you're at the back so you can see everything. And that was something that I loved about it. That's so cool. It didn't matter where you were standing because you got to see everything eventually. So people probably aren't <laughs> like fighting for like the front. I did feel like it was less packed than the majority of clubs I go to today. So I have a lot of fond memories at that club. And unfortunately, there was a fire in April 2016, <sighs> which caused the club to close down. And to this day, it's still vacant. It's up for lease if anyone's looking for a space in Tampa Ooh. to put a venue. However, after the fire, John... The owner of Sunset Events moved quickly and he bought another live music venue just down the street on 7th Ave called The Ritz. So today you can go to The Ritz and see Sunset Events. And I think Disco Donnie still throws events there as well, since they have a close partnership with SMF. Disco Donnie Presents also throws a number of other music festivals to include Freaky Deaky, Ooby Dooby, and Zulu. And they also have like six or seven more. Those are just the bigger ones that they produce. Yeah. But again, they've been doing this since 94. They have partnered with EDC and Insomniac quite a few times because Pascal and Insomniac, they've always been West Coast based. So Disco Donnie, 
Club Glow, like we talked about last week, Sunset Events, like these people were like the East Coast doing the EDM on this side. So Gotcha. Whenever we in the future have our own club, we should totally do a rotating dance floor like that. We're on the same page. Cool. Cool. Glad we could agree on that. I just have so many great memories at that club. What a shame that it burned to the ground. The fact that it's still going just at a different venue is, what do I say? What do you say? What do I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's It speaks to how no matter what situation can come about, you got to be resilient and let the ripple continue on. Fucking rights. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's SMF. I'm super stoked about it. What news you got for us? Uh, let's see. I'm going to talk about Wobble Rocks, which is Ganja White Night's event at Red Rocks. This hey. is going to be Wobble Rocks number two. I believe they did it last year. It's going to be a two-night event. Support from Easy Baked, Kumarion, Sucario Sound, RO, Gentleman's Club, T-I-H-Z, Tiz, I don't know, Brick Squad, Cool Customer, and Abstract. The only people I know on that list is Kumarion, and I actually just heard a Cool Customer song like two days ago. But I know Ganja's a vibe, and I bet all those people are vibes. So let's talk about Ganja White Knight. Who are they? Glad that you asked. They're a Belgian duo. They go by the names of Bambi and Irwin. Best known for combining wobble step slash dubstep with reggae vibes. They've been dropping tunes since 2010. And they've produced tracks with other top-notch producers like Subtronics. Have you heard of them? Zed's Dead. Uh-huh. Slander. Grizz. Apache. Liquid Stranger. Ellis Dream. Peekaboo. Closey. Subdocta. Dirt Monkey. And more. I mean... What a catalog of people to have worked with. And I'm going to play you a Ganja White Knight song because that's what we do here. This one's called Narnia. As far as wobble step reggae goes, <laughs> they're at the top of the game. I was going to say, everyone, get your joints out. Wait, let me get my, let me get my pash. I'm prepared for this <laughs> to go into my Wook zone. Incense? Palo Santo. Ooh. If your inner Wook isn't happy right now, then maybe you're not a Wook, because this is noise. <laughs> Being a Wook is the most fun. It is a lot of fun. For anyone who ever hates on the Wooks, I stand up for them. Yeah, try it sometime. Cool peeps. They are cool peeps. You know what else I learned about Ganja White Knight today? I didn't know they were a Belgian. Yeah, I didn't know either. That was another thing I found out today. But did you know that Ganja White Knight makes silky smooth drum and bass? 
Mmm. I did not know that. I thought they were only Wobble Step vibes and reggae. Here's a song called Girl Scout Cookies by Ganja White Knight. Which is a great strain of weed, if anyone was interested. (laughs) (laughs) This is the same guys! And here comes the grimy stuff. Give us the grime. There's a lot of grime at ganja sets. Like under fingernails. Under your hair follicles. Under your armpits. Ugh. Gross. Let's just, like, let the gremlin out here a little bit, eh? (laughs) I do like this. I know, isn't it a banger? It's a banger. It's the smooth, it's the slaps. The slaps. And thus concludes news with your booze. Shout out, boo number one, Emood, for just bringing it on this episode today. Shout out to my boo number one, Mikey, for making his own meme. Like, go off, King. (laughs) (laughs) I had so much fun making that. You're officially a music producer. Yeah, because I can throw in name pin books. All right, Apache, your move, brother. You can follow us on social media at Plurality Pod on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow DJ Emood on Instagram at DJ Emood. Is that right? That's true. It's also on Twitter, too. On Twitter, too? Go on Spotify and search e-mood yeah e-mood where you can find all of our playlists for every episode as well as can't believe we didn't talk about this the four-year anniversary of the revival playlist that moody puts together four years the actual four-year anniversary was last september i just one kind of forgot to do anything about it (laughs) (laughs) and two this was the 200th playlist so i just decided to Yes. Bring those two intersections together. <laughs> the four-year, 200th playlist. I really enjoyed that one. I forgot to tell you. You put a lot of dubstep on there at the beginning. I was enjoying it. That uh, Dirty Phonics track, Blindfold, goes so hard. I was like, yes! <laughs> Did you put D.O.D. on there, too? Did I? Maybe. You put Dr. P on there. Oh, that's what you're thinking of, because that song is called O.D. Yeah, that is. <laughs> That song is really dope, actually. Banger. I'm not kidding. I listened to this four times. Go check it out, guys. I'm telling you, you're gonna like it. Got some drum and bass, got some trance, progressive house, some dubstep, some tech house. Oh, I really. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I really. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoyed the. Totally enormous extinct dinosaur song on here. A dream I have. He actually played that when really? we saw him when he played back to back with uh, LPGOB. 
last Friday. It was, yeah, it was, it was good. Actually, that was the only song he played that I knew in his entire set. <laughs> really? Only song. <laughs> I feel like I don't know a lot of them either, but that one was... Mm. He's a good producer, for sure. Mm -hmm. Also, that song with Skrillex, Torture Me. That's what I was going to say when we were interrupting each other back and forth. Oh, really? <laughs> that song is so wild. Oh, it's so wild. If you know 100 Gex, all their shit is insane. I didn't. Literally, that was the first one I'd heard. A lot of their music is just like, what the hell am I listening to right now? <laughs> we can save that for the uh, I listen to everything test. Yeah, I, actually, that would be a great one for that. <laughs> 100 Gex. Do we think that's geckos? Possibly. I know it's a one dude and one chick. That's all I know. <laughs> All I know is I hope that Miss Cream and Miss Barbara Streisand are having a good day. What's up, Barbara? Hey, Barb. I'm looking for you. We don't live too far from each other. She's in Brooklyn. Every time I walk outside, I'm looking like this. <laughs> <laughs> the chime tweet with like Barbara Streisand tagged in it. That was so funny. I was like, chime will literally never tweet Barbara Streisand ever again. <laughs> but this is monumental moment that we're witnessing. What a crossover event. Also, Chime, thank you for listening to the last yes. the last episode and for shouting us out on Twitter and for giving us a follow. You're so sweet. He's so sweet. I wonder what he was cooking. They were cooking. He was cooking. That's true. They were like, I listened to it while I was cooking. <laughs> yeah, what were, you, what were you dicing? What were you making for yourself? What was sizzling? Or for someone else. Or for someone else. <laughs> Maybe they were cooking for Barbara Streisand. We don't even know. Shut the fuck up. I would explode. <laughs> <laughs> Considering how they are in the UK, I would think maybe not, but... Unlikely, but... You never know. Let's not rule it out. <laughs> Remember, Plurbies, your assignment for this week is to chase vibras. That's vibes in Spanish. Wow, you are really laying it down on us in all the languages this episode. You know me, just a master of language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Vegas this weekend, and... It's so dumb. The dress code is like dress pants, dress shoes, button up shirt. What if I just like also have a pashmina? <laughs> what if you sneak it in under your dress shirt? Just wook it up to cascade at Zook. I love it. <laughs> peace, love, and peace, love, and Sin City because you need to have a good time and also take care of yourself and your friends. Ah, you're, do I have to be like the, the safe one, the taker care person? I am bestowing upon you the title Rave Dad. Okay. Only for this trip. That's fair. How many people is it? It's like 16 people. It's too many. Whoa. And we're going to be there for four nights. What are we going to do? That's too many. Godspeed, friend. Uh, I'm going to be buying like 48 counts of water from the CVS. Water, electrolyte drinks. Ah, everything's so expensive in Vegas too. Like you can't look in the mirror without them charging you seven dollars or something. But if you gamble, drinking is free, and that is a slippery slope, my friend. Here. Catch you next time, player bees. Bye, babies. Thanks for listening. Te quiero mucho. Ciao. Ah, fucking master of language. Wow. Te amo siempre. I love you forever. So sweet. Okay, bye.